Yo, yo, check this out. This out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. We are catching up with uh, our expert in the field of all things plastic surgery today. Um, he is a board certified plastic and reconstructive surgeon with a private practice in Four Ways in Johannesburg. Uh, his passion for cosmetic procedures led him to obtain additional experience in vasal lipo training in Colombia. Uh, he's also a key opinion leader in non and minimal invasive treatments. Uh, he's considered one of the best plastic surgeons in Johannesburg and has also therefore can distinguished himself as a top cosmetic and reconstructive surgeon in South Africa. He's joining us on the line. Welcome to the show, Dr. Dion Veyer. So good to have you here. Oh, thank you so much, Leanne. It's great to be, um, be on the line with you. Oh, we've been trying to get hold of you for a long time. You are a busy man, so uh, we're, we're, we're very lucky. So thank you so much for making time uh, to be with us today. Uh, a lot of people look at the world of surgery, cosmetic surgery, um, plastic surgery, and they have maybe their own ideas on what it entails. From someone who has kind of dedicated his life to be at the forefront of being the best in his field, uh, what are some of the things that you found has been kind of like misconceptions or, you know, what people believe the industry to be about? Well, um, you know, the the full title is, is plastic and reconstructive surgeon that's what yeah. we um, specialize to do and um, and you know they, I do think that there's there's a common misconception that it that it entails only cosmetic surgery yes. only the, um, and and that it's you know filled with glamour but it is a it's obviously a medical surgical field mm. and speciality um, with with not just the cosmetic side to it so a lot of reconstruction so for instance women who lose their breasts from mastectomies from breast cancer yeah. um, and the reconstruction of that or children with cleft palates, cleft lips, um, burn patients. So a lot of our training um, goes into the reconstructive side. And I think, you know, that's that's probably one of the misconceptions yes. is that it's just cosmetic. Yeah. And the other one is that it's it's pure, um, you know, that it's that it's this glamorous field. Uh, you know, there is obviously it, it, it is a, a, a field where um, a lot of, uh, celebrities come through because mm-hmm. they want to look at their, their best and and, uh, and there is obviously also the cosmetic side to it which which has a, a, a glamorous aspect to it but you know it is medicine it is surgery and um, and it's, it's it's caring for patients it's not just all um, all, all what you see as, yeah. as, as, as on television where people come after their transformations and yeah. it's six months down the line and they look Botched. like a new person yeah they, there's there's definitely some um some downtime involved yeah. and some um recovery um involved as well which i'm very happy to hear because as i was reading up about you uh, i read that there was one of the most remarkable sur- surgeries that you were involved in uh we were you were asked about two years ago to assist in the scalp reconstruction of a baby that was yes. born with their brain exposed and pros- protruding from the skull and yes. you uh, were kind of brought on board to assist with that surgery and that to me is mind-blowing because that is also what it's very much about Yes, um, you know, and and it's such a such a rewarding um, um, part to it. You know, a, a lot of um, the colleagues, the anaesthetists, and and other specialties involved, um, you know, didn't have a good prognosis for yeah. this baby, and and it's now a couple of years down the line, and she's 
Um, she's just going from strength to strength, uh, sculpt, reconstructed. Yeah. There's none of none of those those complications anymore. And and yeah, I think it was you know it's it's and also the team um, effort that goes into something like that um, with with one's colleagues is yeah. is also um, a rewarding part of of the of the whole whole procedure. So we are chatting to Dr. Dion Veyers right now about uh, cosmetic surgery, reconstructive surgery. And doctor, as a woman, I, I got to tell you that I, I have thought about this before. I have gone through a process of uh, my whole life losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight. And there's a particular area. Uh, I call them the twins. They're not so twinny anymore. And, uh, you know, gravity has definitely taken a hold as a result of skin stretching, etc., etc. Uh, and I've been thinking about breast augmentation. We've also got a, a message coming through here from Anonymous who says, I want to know if breast augmentation will make my breasts symmetrical. I think my twins aren't identical. They might not even be related at this point. Uh, one is an F cup and the other a D cup, which makes bra shopping super stressful yeah. to the point that I have opted to only wear sports bras. Yeah. So for someone like that, where, yeah. uh, you know, we have different sizes, breasts you know maybe gravity has taken hold breast yeah. augmentation is that something that we can consider so so you need to there you know if you're looking at a d cup on the one side and the f cup on the other side yeah. you know that's that's a sizable um, um difference size. Mm. so and it's a sizable difference definitely you know we always say instead of twins um we always say the breasts are sisters <laughs> no one's two breasts are a hundred percent identical yeah yeah but, but you know, they, obviously, when it comes to things like um, bra shopping and wearing clothing and where it is a, such a notice, noticeable difference, then um, as part of a procedure, you'd, you'd want to aim for the symmetry and try and correct that mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, usually in a size like that, we'd probably opt for a breast reduction or okay. a breast lift mm-hmm. and then reduce the one breast or remove more tissue on the larger breast mm. to create that symmetry. Nipples will also not be on the same level, yeah. um, probably in a case like that, one nipple being lower than the other. And a part of a breast lift involves in creating a, um, a, a nipple and the areola, which is on a, you know, looking forward instead of pointing down to the ground mm. um, and getting them on the same on the same level. So a breast augmentation where you just place an implant, again, is not always a guarantee for creating symmetry because a breast implant is a static structure yeah it doesn't have the natural um fall or droop of a a natural breast so sometimes you can uh, combine a breast lift with an implant Mm -hmm. um to create uh, if there is a volume difference between the two sides to just um, aim for as much symmetry as possible yeah so definitely you will never probably achieve a hundred percent symmetry but definitely um procedures more with a breast lift and maybe manipulation with either fat injections which is another thing which is very common at the moment we do liposuction harvest fat from other areas let's say the love handle lovely lovely because i've got a lot (laughs) we can just take from there and put in there from there and (laughs) that will also um, guarantee a more natural result ultimately um you know, compared to an implant. Okay. Uh, we've got another question coming through. What is the difference between, uh, I think it's vasoliposculpture and liposuction, especially for my tummy reduction? And also, when you decide to do a tummy uh, reduction, is it best to first lose weight? And if so, how much weight? 
So, you know, it's always my advice to be as close to your goal weight as possible. And it needs to be a sustainable weight. You don't want to go on any crash diet to achieve that. And then, let's say, after the surgery, um, fall back and into bad habits and then regain that weight. So definitely to be closer to your goal weight, um, which is also, you know, has an overall healthier aspect to it, um, is is advised. And you also need to consider your weight because this isn't a weight loss procedure. Mm. It is a body contouring procedure so also with some weight loss if you lose weight more than five kilograms and you might and then anticipate some skin laxity some loose skin which might then not be suitable only for liposuction where fat is removed from underneath the skin with um but maybe a combination with a tummy tuck or another skin tightening procedure at the same time as as uh, doing the liposuction so uh, very interesting between the liposuction and um, sculpture. The difference is liposculpture is a more defined uh, procedure where you um, enhance the, the, the three-dimensional contours of the body. So you can, for instance, with VASA, which uses ultrasound energy to facilitate the liposuction procedure, you can sculpt a six-pack six if that's what you want. Men um, opt for that. You can also, in a woman, create more aesthetic, uh, the two-pack lines, and overall more um, toned appearance. Um, so the, the main difference between liposuction your traditional liposuction and VASA is then using ultrasound to create those phenomenal results with an enhanced, um, um, uh, almost three-dimensional toned appearance. And you also get some skin tightening with VASA, which, um, which, which is desirable for any loose skin. You know, from 30 onwards, we start to lose elasticity from collagen being um, decreasing in the body, and uh, a loose skin then becomes a, a concern. All right, we're talking to board-certified plastic and reconstructive surgeon, Dr. Dion Veyer. So awesome having you on the show. I have one more question. This one coming through saying, is it possible to reconstruct facial nerves after four years? I have had an injury that left the one side of my face droopy with the damaged nerve. Yes, you can. It is quite, um, it is quite uh, four years down the line, you know, mm-hmm. you, you are going to have to look at nerve transfers yeah. from in the face and maybe using a muscle with nerve transfers from elsewhere in the body. So it all depends on the, the also the level of where that nerve injury has occurred. You know, is it the very fine um, um, nerves at the endings or is it more the, the bigger trunks for sort of higher up in the face because that will also influence the the potential for that to be um to be uh, uh, rectified or mm. to be reconstructed but definitely within four years if it is um at, at a level where it's uh, you know not essential so not higher up in the brain definitely nerve transfers with muscle transfers i do think uh, without now seeing the patient and knowing exactly where the injury is, that there's definitely still potential for that to be reconstructed and improved on. Doctor, and when you're looking for a good plastic and reconstructive surgeon, what are the things you have to make sure you are able to tick off your list before going to someone? Because uh, you don't want to find yourself in a situation where you go to, yeah, that, you know, little <laughs> shop on the corner there. Uh, what do you need to know before you go? Well, you know, I think a good um, point to say or place to start off with is at the Association of Plastic Surgeons of South Africa, APRESA. It is our governing body or association, and the the uh, the um, approved or sports certified, as you say, um, uh, plastic surgeons are listed there. And I also think um, to go and do research, look at websites, go to the, when you do consult with a surgeon. 
you know, um, are they based in a hospital? Is it a day clinic? Or are they doing it from, from like you now mentioned, a corner shop? Because, you know, then alarm bells need to start to, to ring. Um, and, and I think also having good references and potentially asking them for mm. references of patients that they have operated um, is also uh, would be wise wise to do. Also looking at befores and afters and asking them how many of these surgeries they do because some some surgeons favor certain surgeries but they don't maybe do a lot of another. So yeah. just to inquire about that and the frequency of doing um, a specific procedure that you might be interested in um, is also advisable. All right. Dr. Dion Varys, before we let you go, what is the best part of what you do? What do you what do you love the most about, you know, being able to to be the surgeon that you are? Well, you know, I definitely think it's at times of follow-ups when I see, let's say, a woman, for instance, who had a body transformation or, mm-hmm. or some um, cosmetic procedure or enhancement done, to see them and how they maybe dress differently and how they carry themselves and how the, and the confidence that, yeah. that comes through, that really is the reward in, in the cosmetic surgeries that I do. Oh. And, and that makes it uh, worthwhile for me to, to, to do what I do. Awesome stuff. Well, it's been so wonderful chatting to you. Um, also, here in my notes, I see that it says you live in the countryside near the cradle with your four furry kids, three <laughs> dogs and a cat. Uh, I don't see there anything about a Mrs. Vayer. <laughs> no, there isn't a Mrs. Vayer. There isn't a Mrs. Vayer. Sure. We must remedy that. We are going to start a show called Finding Mrs. Vayer. Hey? <laughs> But um, I am involved, so... Um, oh, okay. You know, well, there we go. Um, it was going to be a Netflix special, but now it's not anymore. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Dion. You are yes. absolutely fabulous. We know that you're so busy, but we appreciate your time. And thank you for answering uh, our burning questions here as well. Anytime. Thank you so much. All right. Great. Thank you so right. much. There we go. Dr. Okay. Dion Veyers, who is a, a certified, board certified plastic and reconstructive surgeon. He's got a private practice in Four Ways, Johannesburg, and also very passionate about cosmetic procedures. And it led him to obtain additional experience in lipo training in Colombia. Definitely considered to be one of the best plastic surgeons in Johannesburg and therefore distinguished himself as a top cosmetic and reconstructive surgeon in South Africa. Hopefully that helped you answer those questions on whether or not this is something that you see for yourself down the line. I know we certainly enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, there might not be a Mrs. Veyers, but yeah, he's definitely not available. I was just asking for a friend. I was just asking for a friend. It's all you need.